You're listening to the RE Social Podcast with your hosts, Andrew and Vince from Onvi Invest. For more information, go to onviinvest.com. All right. Okay, so we're recording an episode on the Onvi update. I want to just do an update. Uh, it, right now, it's like a, you know early mid-March, and uh, we wanted to just kind of get you guys an update on what we're doing because there's a lot happening all at once. Um, so... I'm gonna kind of try to do something where I set it up in a way that is just of max. I'm, I'm thinking in the back of my head, as is Vince, maximum value for you, the listener, right? Yeah. So even though this is just some like on the update, it sounds a little bit like self righteous. It's not. It's actually because there's so much that's happening. We have learned a lot in the past year, and we're pivoting really hard, uh, and so and so hard in that we are actually in five escrows. We're selling three and buying two. And I want you guys to know at the same time, the same time, like I, my life is putting signatures on DocuSign. <laughs> we ain't paying no taxes. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. So, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of going to that, I guess. So Vince, um, maybe explain to the, to the good people listening. Uh, we're selling three. Let's talk about what's happening. Why, what's going on with those? Yeah, so let's give the listeners a, a little bit of heads up's market update. It's, I don't want it to be just for Envy. It's not something I, I don't really care like what we do if it's not valuable to the listeners. So I'm trying to explain to people what we've been able to accomplish so that they can do it, yeah. either with us or by themselves, right? So yeah. we got into Kern County Bakersfield in 2018. We started buying like in B like C minus heavy D neighborhoods, right? Yeah, C minus at best. C minus if if, if it's on well, a Sunday. Was okay, the second one I thought was more of a C area, but Warren is a better neighborhood. Quincy, that first triplex that we went in on, that was yeah sneakers on the wire kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about it, right? So we yeah. bought it in 2018. People were like, "Hey, man, why are you buying there? You you know?" I'm like, "Yeah, we don't have money, so we're buying there. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna come up. That's our come up, right? So we bought one in 2018." bought one in 2019 and we bought a bunch during the pandemic yeah so what we're doing is we're just trying to sell off the three of our least favorite properties because it costs us a lot of time and money and like headaches it's not really worth our time anymore in the beginning it was totally worth my time because i was not worth anything in the real estate field right now we've learned a couple of uh, tricks so i know my time is valuable so we want to exchange those it's called 1031 exchange we're exchanging a few of our properties and buying really nice assets in inland empire some of them or this the one we're buying with stevie is 2021 built i mean that's just yeah, legit it's brand new it's like crazy i drove by it and i was like this is brand- this is new 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 it looks way better than my million dollar house yeah i have it County, which it is ridiculous yeah. so so we're buying that and we're buying a half an acre of land with two units on it in Mentone. That's the one Stevie really liked. We wanted to mm-hmm. buy that, but I had yeah. to you know, wait a long time to get right. that into contract. So they're both in contract. What we will do is we'll exchange that into those properties, those uh, bad properties into these. Um, Good properties. These are decent areas. Uh, as far as we know, decent tenants uh, from what rent rules we've yeah, seen. Yeah, it's a nurse and a contractor in yeah. Mentone. Yeah, already, I mean, already having a little bit of cash flow um, for the one in Mentone. Mentone is going to cash flow because I we're going to put $170,000 down. Nice, yeah. So. so, And so just to kind of catch you guys up in case anyone doesn't know what 1031 means, that's basically a clause that allows uh, real estate investors like us to not have to pay the tax bill or at least to push it defer back. it defer it is the yeah. word yeah 
uh, to defer it until we decide to just all of a sudden cash our chips in. So we don't have to pay a single dime in taxes as long as we purchase something of equal or greater value. We have to pay tax on the uh, 40Gs we'll probably slice up for JK. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's fine. You yeah. know, And anything we decide to pocket, just a cushion on V and all that, just for checking savings, it's not a big deal. But, yeah. you know, um, having that peace of mind is, is nice. But, in fact, that's kind of, you know, getting a little ahead of ourselves, but put a little pin in that. We're going to talk about cash flow and kind of what's going on there. But um, the reason why we're selling these is because they're just not in great areas, um, and those areas just tend to attract less um, desirable tenants. And it's not that all of them are garbage or not paying. It's not like that. But just in just enough of them are not paying just to annoy me. Yes. So I don't want to deal with it. It's just, you know, when we get that email or that phone call when there's a problem, it's almost always like a couple of these candidates and it's almost always in a, in a lesser, you know, area. So in, in fact, when we did a deal with my mom in Fontana, um, I joke about this, but I'm kind of half serious. Uh, I forget that we have that property because it just performs so well and it does its thing and the tenants pay on time and it's just not an issue. And it's just so night and day to what um, you know some of our properties in Bakersfield are doing. So because of that, because the appreciation was so insane on this duplex in Fontana and because the tenants were so good and so consistent, we struck again on another property in Mentone. This is not the one we are just talking about, but this is another duplex in um, Turquoise Avenue and it just... You know, we did that one with Kayvon. Yeah, that's Kayvon. Yeah, that's with Kayvon. Kayvon, if you're listening, shout out to you, man. That's uh, the second deal Kayvon's done with us. And uh, we had to get clever on that one. I kind of want to brag about, you know, uh, Vince's uh, and I's, like, I mean, hustle on that. Because if you guys want to get into the game, I encourage it for sure. I mean, I just helped uh, a friend of ours close on an investment property but i just i I told him up front this is going to be a lot of work uh you're going to lose money he's literally going to lose five hundred dollars a month and that's conservatively and he's okay i told him as long as you know that i don't want to lie to you i'm not going to like sell you a deal and just tell you it's going to be all dandy i'm going to help you in whatever way i can for what i resources i have and what i know and i have but i told him at the same time i've run numbers on it too you're losing money can you afford that and he said yes so but you know what's interesting to me on uh, not just talking about Jeff just yeah. in general is you know people want people are really scared to split stuff with people because yeah. they want to keep it for themselves sure. right so that's one of the common things people ask me why are you partnering with Drew yep. and why are you splitting up all this stuff you could right. have it by myself I'm like I know I can have it by myself it's not as fun it's not right. as rewarding and yeah. I can't help as many people right? right so for me it's it's more valuable to partner with people to who I now you got to have a good relationship with that sure. person, right? We don't we have, we're doing deals on napkins at and this I, point. Yeah, yeah, a lot of verbal agreements yeah. and handshake deals. But I think it's also important to tell the people that it's we're very we're very similar in that you know we're very driven. We work hard. We're willing to just work on a Saturday or a Sunday. In fact, today's a Saturday. <laughs> but yeah, we're very uh, family oriented. Very family oriented. But I think it's cool that we're very different also in in ways that matter. So what I'm really doing right now is doing my damnedest to try to take over on these operations and hopefully take all of that off of Vince's shoulders. It's quite a steep learning curve, taking over 30 units and trying to figure out, yeah. you know, what, what warranties do we have on what and what issues were, you know, underlying on these properties. Even though I've walked and seen all these properties and was involved, um, you know, they've been kind of 
moving and, and shaking for a couple years. And so I've been trying to catch up, take that off of Vince's plate. Point is though, is I like that stuff. This is what I do. I love people. I love operations. I love putting teams together. Business, I, I actually get off on it. And so now that I got my music school mostly passive, I can kind of really shift a lot more hours of my time to the day-to-days here. Um, and Vince, hopefully, will be able to just solely work on, you know, just getting, you know, more deals, bigger deals and all that. That's kind of the, the game plan. And so part of what we're doing is, you know, um, utilizing that and taking advantage of each other's strengths. He's the math guy. He's the numbers guy. He knows how to, you know, negotiate and hustle. Uh, and I, I love to manage things and make sure people are smiling and the tenants love us. And the thing is that I knew that about you, mm-hmm. uh, right? So that, mm-hmm. was, that was my big investment. I told mm-hmm. people, what's your biggest investment in Envy? So like, mm-hmm. is, is the on in Envy is my biggest ah, investment, nice, right? But, um, but the thing is, I know you can do these things. I'm just giving you the opportunity to yeah. make your other business profitable and you're like, like more like steady. Yeah. And then I know you can always take it over, like, mm-hmm. but it's just time, right? So sure. as long as I give you time, you're going to be doing that fine. Yeah. So the reason I was talking about this is partnership is people will tend to freak out that we have to split the partnership with, let's say, Onvi or whoever and not have, and then rather than just having it to themselves. So they feel like, oh, I, d- I don't want to split it with someone. Yeah. So they'll keep it for themselves. So for example, yeah. let's take like, you know, some of the deals my buddies are doing too, right? So right. they want to buy an asset which will lose about 600 to $1,000 a month, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's $1,000. So you put down money mm-hmm. and then you lose about 50%. So that's a negative 50% ROI okay. because they want to keep the property for themselves because they're like, why should I split it with someone? Right. Think about the logic behind that. What is the math? Like you're going to, you're willing to lose money in terms of hoping that the property goes up. Yeah, it goes up. Right. But what if uh, someone you partnered with paid you money and that yeah. property goes up more? Yeah. So what is the better deal? I mean, you know, what's funny is uh, I get it though. At the same time, it, it's kind of like the Dave Ramsey versus Grant Cardone advice, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in that if you have a, you know, if you pay for a house in all cash, which is what Dave Ramsey says to do, which is insane, by the way. Um, I, it's not a bad move per it's se. A, it's a terrible well, move. Well, Let's take my house well, for I'm, example. So it, then I'm will I save a million dollars? I'm com- yeah, right. <laughs> Never. So, but I'm com- let, let, yeah, yeah. Let yeah. me get there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm comparing it to the other side, just not even having that, not even having a savings. Mm-hmm. So it's the greatest piggy bank in the world. You know, uh, a, a decent house. Let's just be honest. It's it's made more millionaires than anything else. Anything else combined, in fact, is just home ownership. So I say, yeah, go for it. Buy it all in cash. That's fine. But you're you're barely scratching the surface of what's what opportunity lies ahead of you. And and so going solo, doing your own thing, all cash, Dave Ramsey kind of style. I get it, but it's it's cutting yourself off at the knees. It's uh, it's just short sighted. Although it's great. And so in the same way being in a sole proprietorship, doing your own thing, driving your own bus, having your own whatever it is. I get it because that's what I did with McCormick Music. But I actually, and I say this a lot, now that I've learned the value of partnerships and every mentor I'm talking to, from JK to Jim to these YouTube guys, I've been listening to a lot of Alex Ramosi. He's just like, dude, he's giving away such great information. Um, Anyways, but yeah, every single one of these guys is like, partner 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 
Uh, in fact, one was like, what did he say? He said something about how they were like doing like a million dollars a year or whatever it was. Maybe it was ten million. I don't know. And they went, whoa, they shot up exponentially to like literally like five x their business in a year because the guy ended up. Uh, giving a little bit of equity to some of the managers, like the mm-hmm. key players. And so he was able to, A, step away completely because now he's got managers that are actually invested so much because they own part of the company, mm-hmm. even if it was like 5%. It made a huge difference in morale, a huge difference in the leadership. The point is, is going back to what we're talking about and the value for you as a listener is finding people who you can share uh, uh a business with, share equity with. Make sure you choose wisely, of course. Make sure you're trying to find people who maybe are uh, doing something that you don't want to do. So for instance, if you uh, want to go in on your own, awesome, but just, you know, you have to wear a ton of hats and it's a matter of time before you drop a ball. It just is. But if you partner with somebody who compliments you, that's the way to go. And a part of how we do that with our partners, like with my mom, is she's not doing any of this. What <laughs> she's bringing in terms of the partnership is the money, right? And we do all the sweat. We drive up there. We painted the house. We did, you know, rolled actually physically rolled up our sleeves, and you know, obviously had had help. It wasn't just us, but we have a team. We assemble the team. We pay for everything else, and so that's our contribution is the sweat equity. And so that's how we do it. We find the people who have the money, and then we take care of everything else. Uh, and then, so if you wanted to do it that way, that's, I mean, that's the way I want to eventually do it. Is just be the money guy. Because it's it's a lot, uh, but what Vince and I have got going on is a good partnership because we're very different personalities, but we're both very driven. We're both willing to work the twelve-hour days on Saturday, Sundays, no days off. But we're also um, very different in that. <laughs> I'll tell him about like, oh, here's what this tenant said, or what this. He's just like losing his mind. <laughs> he's like, I would. I'm like, kill. Them. I will punch <laughs> him in the face. I'm like, yeah, we can't do that, yeah. man. <laughs> we can do it in India. We can do it in India. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, you know, if uh, if I didn't have Vince on my team, I could be buying deals and doing stuff and figuring it out. But it'd be very slow going, and it probably wouldn't be as decent as terms and all this stuff. So the partnership is is crucial for us, and something that I wish I would have learned ten years ago because I would be so much farther ahead. So we kind of got off on a tangent on that. Um, well, we were talking about um, partnerships, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just valuable. It's so huge. It's just going to exponentially grow anything when you partner with somebody. Um, so anyways, um, so we're selling three because they're in lesser areas or lesser desirable areas. Uh, and we're buying two that are in nicer areas. But we're basically not going to have any cash flow in these two areas. We were chasing cash flow in the beginning um, and thinking appreciation on the back end as a bonus. Now we've actually completely 180 and we're really looking at appreciation. And as long as we break even, we're fine. Well, we're going to be leveraging it less than our f- first few deals. So we, yeah. we we will be making some money. So the thing, guys, is to know is how these assets work and how we can move these things around and not pay income taxes on this. That's, that's really the key to wealth, yeah. right? So we're moving literally hundreds of thousands of dollars into millions of dollars of real estate right yeah. and then i'm going to shelter that income because the property value is so high yeah. with using depreciation and all those things i will not be i don't have to pay taxes on that income we're going to bring in that's the real key yeah so we are able to think about it so we bought something for 
$250,000. We mm. put whatever, $50,000 down, sure. right? Yeah. Three years later, that's going to going to go into like a, we're buying two assets. One of mm. them is $700,000, mm-hmm. right? And we are not bringing any more money mm-hmm. to the table. So it's the same $50,000 is now letting us buy a $700,000 asset. Right. And then we will own it like 90% or 80%. You know, we'll give K1 some because K1 was a partner on right. Lake Street, right? Mm-hmm. So he will bring that equity yeah. position into this new deal. But he's yeah. getting into, a, he's awesome. already has Mentone, which is a great asset. He yeah. owns 50% of that. Oh, and he's going to own like a 20% of another $700,000 asset. Yeah. That's great. He, he's really winning. He's, he's the winner. Doing, yeah. He's, I was literally just thinking that. Yeah. He's really winning. Yeah, he's really he, winning. He knows a little bit about what's going on, but like... He, he doesn't have to. He doesn't even have to. He and that's, just has to know people and like there, us. And there you go. That's that's his contribution is, you know, a little bit of cash uh, and, you know, and trust, of course. He trusts in us. And yeah, and I'm proud to say that even though we've had some, some issues with the moratorium and certain tenants not paying and all this stuff... We've got some cash back now from uh, the government, which took long enough. Um, tenants are now starting to pay more. Point is, we were able to take in all those hits because of, um, uh, you know, just basically being able to juggle 30 units at the same time, um, and made sure. It's nice because we have so many units that we we're able to cover it, and so we. I'm very proud to say that we made sure that we got everybody paid their monthlies on time, same amount, no matter what. And the appreciation went like wildfire. So that's cool. Uh, so how much money do you think we'll be clearing? Do, do, you, do you even know? For these the, th- the sale of these three? You you are not even on one, dude. I'm going to just steal <laughs> just take it on Warren, dude. Just keep it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want it. I have to Warren's got a creepy basement, bro. I don't want to th- There's some juju in there. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember the basement in Warren? And the door opens it? into the freaking yeah. stairs? Yeah, it's weird. It's a oh. weird setup. It's like an old house, like 1920s or something. You're not on Lake, too. You're getting scammed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the trust, though. You know. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So what would I say... You mean in terms of what we're going to be able to pull out in terms mm-hmm. of cash? No, I have no clue. After, because I don't, I don't even... We'll just say gross. Let's not go net. Because I was going to... Okay. So, oh, then in that case, uh, let me think. Quincy. I'm going to say a little under a mil if we're not thinking that. Is that right? Oh, so you, no, no. That's 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 just the the price we had to pay yeah. off our mortgage and stuff. Right. I was I was saying gross profit, and then you got to pay like you know sales stuff. Oh, I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna clear maybe two hundred on mm-hmm. Quincy and a hundred each on the others, mm-hmm. roughly. And then that's you know good. whatever so you got to pay Tom and stuff, right? Yeah. So let's say five percent is gone, fifty thousand. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, we're taking all that and we're uh, we're going to Vegas betting it on black. So oh, imagine me double it. See dude. you there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but no, we're actually in in a way we're actually going and we're gambling it on more real estate. You know? I wouldn't say gamble, which, which I think anything any uh, investment is arguably a gamble. But I like real estate because you can touch it; it always goes up, um, and over time it just gets sweeter. Because even though we're gonna have not a lot of cash flow. Let's just say for the sake of argument, we're in zero dollars cash flow. Okay, let's... Numbers, right? Uh, Rents go up by how much? No, it's not zero dollars. We're putting a lot of money down. I know, but I'm just saying for uh-huh. the sake of argument, let's just say even okay. just a hyper-conservative, just, let's just say we have zero cash flow in year one in IE. 
um, you know, in 10 years from now, rents go up 50, 100 bucks a month, or I'm sorry, 100 bucks a year. Mm-hmm. Think of that across all those units, you know, and that's the game that we're playing. That's And that's the cherry on top, going back to us talking about how we're one-eating it. One-eating it because now we're thinking appreciation. Now we're thinking just let's just find a good performing asset with renters who can pay, and that way we're covered uh, for all expenses because the real game, the real win, the reason why we were able to buy in the ghetto and you know take the lumps on the first couple deals and learn these little lessons, um, which every book says you will, and we did definitely. And the reason why we're able to walk away laughing, you know, is because of the equity and solely the equity. So that's the real game. Invest in assets. Um, anything you're saving beyond like three, four, or five months living expenses. Anything you're saving beyond that is foolish because inflation is just going to eat you alive, and it's more so now than ever. I mean, anyway, so I want to pivot over into in, in getting deeper into the cash flow thing. So it's kind of cool what we're doing because we're not really making on cash flow anymore. Now we're really just trying to find good areas, good performing assets in the Inland Empire. So by the way, if you're selling, shoot us a DM. We're buying. Um, we're an escrow on two. And able to 1031 it, so we're paying no taxes on on most of the sales. Uh, so it's just all these nice wins, and yet the cash flow potential would be a little bit less so, I would say, than the way we ran our numbers before. But <clears throat> we've been lucky in that you know Vince was able to close on a million dollar home, and that million dollar home has a nice ADU attached to it in the back, and I've been running Airbnb out of it and it's been performing very well has it made any money yet drew yes how much money have we made uh it's like 600 gross uh wait what do you mean uh well projected for march yeah just for march four grand so that's just that's if everyone shows up yeah, yeah, and no sure. one cancels you know things change so know? so what drew is saying is the cash flow how important this is we have our Portfolio is worth over four million, not including the million dollar house, right? Right. So four million dollars of portfolio, and we did not make four thousand dollars in cash flow. You're saying a studio at the back of my house, which is probably worth a quarter million dollars, has made more money, yeah, than our four million dollar portfolio. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. That's why and we're doing short term rentals. Yeah. Guys. And he's and by the way, just to kind of catch you guys up to speed. We're controlling four million in assets, and so uh, if you're a bigger pockets listener at all, you know they advocate for the one percent rule. Yeah. Right. So that's why he's he's using four grand, and it's kind of convenient that it works out. That's what we're making the first month of this Airbnb. That's actually really good. There's there's got to be like some good little uh, like kind of a nice little saying or a blurb or a, a teaser text or something we could put like four grand. Uh, but yeah, so we're not um, we're not making that four grand on the four million in assets. Not on cash um, flow, definitely on. Oh, the equity, we're good. You know, that's fine. But the cash flow has been pretty abysmal, uh, and it's because you know six grand for plumbing. Uh, tenant decides not to pay because uh, and breaks the house. Breaks the house. Someone breaks in. You know, all this stuff that we're dealing with. Uh, that our, our partners don't even have. You know, we're actually nice sellers, man. We fixed it up and we're selling it to the buyer. Yeah, so, which is good. I'd yeah. rather do that and feel good about it than, yeah, than yeah. the other, you know, than having, hey man, you know, the toilet's gone. Yeah, 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 $75. <laughs> you know, 75, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's kind of funny in that by like the golden rule of 1% rule, it basically means if you're, if you buy a million dollar 
investment home. You need to bring in 10000 a month. Yes. So you, basically he's saying you should have some kind of cash flow, right? Just to cover all of the expenses, the mortgage. You got to, you know, you got to basically be bringing in something just to at least break even. And we've been we've been doing fine and, and just because we have so many assets, but it's been real tight. You know, we have to tell the listeners, I know there's a lot of new people trying to get into the game. So if you try to do the 1% rule, you will not buy anything in the United States. That's 100% right. right. Because it's, the 1% rule was kind of made before, like, the, you know, around the COVID. 2008 stuff, actually. Yeah. That's oh, when really? it started. So now it's been, you know, rents haven't caught up to the property prices going up so much. That's oh, why yeah. you're not able to come in and pick up assets. So it's, 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 it's getting a little bit more difficult. Are we still good? Yeah, we're still good. Yeah, so it's, it's making it difficult uh, for people to come in and buy assets. That's why we always say, yeah. you know, you need to get into the game just to understand. Right now, it's it's more like 0.6%. <laughs> that's uh, the win. 0.65. 0.7, I'm yeah. like, oh, that's good. Yeah. You know, think about it. So we're buying a $700,000 duplex. I'll probably bring in about four grand. That's what it's bringing in right now. Yeah. You know, that's what's 0.7, 0.75 yeah. something. That's good enough. It's good enough. Because you're putting so much money down, it'll, it'll right. be fine. Yeah, and so you can kind of play with that. The point is, is though, we're, we're getting now into the Airbnb game. Um, I've been reading about it for two years. Um, and for me, as someone who's worked as a like waiter, uh, host, busboy, bartender, all those positions, so service industry, people industry, and then um, launched a music lessons business, which you would think, oh, okay, so that's guitar, that's irrelevant. No, it's people. I, I the, the way that I've been able to build a, a small little piece of an empire, if you will, on like a, based out of, off of a guitar, is because of people. Uh, it's really, that's what it is, it's a people business. I, I am a good teacher, um, I'm nice, but the point is, is it's, it's those relationships. People just love me, and it's because I, I give a shit, I think, I'm guessing. I really do actually care about like them and their progress and all that. And so I'm taking those skills into the Airbnb game and I've already had to flex those skills and dealing with, you know, just some, some ridiculousness already. And just knowing how to pivot and um, be firm but gentle, you know, that's kind of all part of the trade of what it is that I, I'm excited about with this Airbnb is those skills I've developed over the years. Um, that Vince would normally punch uh, someone in the face, mm-hmm. I will say, hey, um, you know what? Let's just uh, <laughs> let's hey, but, meet in the middle. <laughs> but, you know, people really want to be punched by me in the face. Sometimes so they do, man. Because I give them the truth. Hey, yeah. I wanted to bring it back real fast to the yeah. partnership stuff we were talking about earlier. So, you know, like, Drew, so you are managing the Airbnb mm-hmm. on the cottage. So what are you charging me to manage the house, the, the whole studio? Nada. Why? Why, why fact, is that? I'm, Sounds I'm, stupid to me. I'm contributing. I, I get nothing out of the deal. All I get is, you know, I make sure you, you're able to pay the mortgage. Mm-hmm. And then anything um, above that, we're just going to put into the on checking or savings or whatever. So, and looking like so far, this first month, we'll be able to But But why would anybody do that? Sounds like you're a moron to do oh, that. Oh, yeah, it's because you, you kind of carried on me for a while while I was um, conquering the beachhead that is this music lessons business. Uh, getting a nice amount of cash flow passively is what I've been able to achieve with this. And now I'm able to pivot into um, controlling the assets for Envy for us. 
And so the value, you know, I just want to bring you value and helping you to take care of um, your home, uh, take care of the mortgage, and then put a little money in our pocket just as a way to say thank you and I got it from this point on. Let's, let's, 2022 is the year of cash flow. Oh, we're going to make it. So, guys, so just to recap what Drew said, you know, like um, I have been doing a, a lot of the management for Army earlier in the days, right? So I never really went to Drew and asked him to manage this Airbnb for free. He just offered it and he's yeah. doing it right now. So these are the kind of people like, you know, like I like to partner like Steve. I really love Steve. You know, I want Steve to be very rich. I want him to be wealthy. So be. I would do stuff to make things happen for Steve. Like we don't even need Steve on that other Highland property. We could just yeah. exchange into it and keep it 100%, yeah, that's true. right? Yep. But I want to I want to see if there's something some way that we can help other people. Same way. So if you can find people you trust and like, you know, partner with, that's that's going to push you guys further. Yeah. yeah. That's that's very key. Yeah, absolutely. And part of it, if I'm being honest, um selfishly for Onbi's uh, behalf, part of it is because when I saw it, I was like, this couldn't be a more ideal situation yeah, because true, yeah. it's so close to me. I was just talking to Jeff today. I was, I was just at the house today and uh, something about you know where I live and the comparative. I was like, dude, I could actually walk home and it would take me like 20 minutes. Like I'm really close. I drive by his place twice a day to get to the school or to my realtor office at Keller Williams. It's so darn close. It's a small little nook. It's a one bed with a, uh, sorry, yeah, one bed, three quarter bath, and a little kitchenette. So it's just, you know, it's very small. So any mistakes I make will be a smaller level of mistake as compared to if it was a mansion and I make a mistake, that's a huge, that's a bigger error. And so between all of those things and already having a team in place of cleaners that we know and trust, of Jeff, you know, being the handyman in case we need him to stop by. Or worst case scenario, I gotta go roll up my sleeves and change the laundry or whatever it is, or Vince can help out, which you, you did today, thank you by the way. Um, I like that it's so darn close that the risk is super, super low. And so it's kind of ideal for me to learn, to figure out the systems, to figure out how everything should be, I even did a lot of the grunt work for shopping. Uh, shout out to Danielle, shout out to Roberto for helping me with you know, making certain decisions in terms of the decoration, in terms of how and when to launch, all these things. Thank you guys. Again, it comes back to that whole partnering with people. I'm always trying to find, don't tell me anything that you're good at or demonstrate like something you're really good at because I'm gonna like, my brain's gonna think, okay, cool, how can I partner with this guy on like that skill? <laughs> you know, so if like you're good at like, Facebook marketing, I'm gonna call you and be like, hey man, how can we partner and you can I can pay you, you can help me with my Facebook marketing stuff, or vice versa, you know. Don't tell me you have a skill because I'm gonna I'm gonna leverage that skill and we're gonna we're gonna make you work. You know, I'll I wanna still pay you, but, you I know. wanna break down something real quick, the one <laughs> sure. you're talking about. So, you know, when Drew says uh, partnering uh, with people, you know, there's two different ways, right? So some a lot of people work for us and uh, some people, we partner with them. So like Steve, JK, Drew's mom, my sister, these are all partners, right? They own part of Envy per se. Yeah. In, in, it's per property. They don't really own Envy LOC, that's right. us. Uh, but 
they own parts of Envy's assets, right? But, you know, we also employ people. We pay a lot of, you know, people money to do work. So that's the same thing with you guys too. So if you're working for a company, you're working for the company. You don't have stock in the company. So yeah. you're, you need to figure out how to put yourselves on the asset side of things. Yeah, 100%. So that's, that's just, very key. Dude, just get assets. I mean, if I could shake anyone and tell them how to change their life and take and just set themselves up and their families' families up for um, success. You know, just, just get involved in assets. Whether it's investing with a group like us, whether it's buying your own thing and trying to figure it out, or whether it's stocks or even crypto, I guess you can technically count. I don't wanna say, go do these things. I'm not a financial advisor, but I would say, for sure, I can confidently tell you, if you're not investing in any kind of assets, you're gonna work till the day you die. It just is a thing. You know, I wanted to uh, give a, a quick thing. You know, stocks, they say they are assets. You know, like, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm an engineer by trade and mm-hmm. I, I develop a lot of patents. And that's mm-hmm. that's really my uh, thing with work. Right. Whatever, whatever company, I'm always creating patents, right? Yeah. So my previous company, I got a lot of stock for creating patents, right? So right. they gave me 179,000 stock units, mm-hmm. right? So the company just did a 30 to 1 reverse split. What that meant is they, they diluted my shares from 180,000 to 6,000 shares, and I lost 76% of the value of my uh, shares uh, from wow. that company. Yeah, so that's that, that could just happen, just like that. That's wow. like my five years of my life's work, right? Oh, man. And then my new company, I, I just work, so they, I don't really get any shares, Dude, too. I didn't know that. So think about that. God, that's brutal. But it's, it doesn't really matter I to know me. you don't care, but it's because you own real estate. Because tell I mean, me I have you, so much real estate. Tell me you would, you know you would care if you didn't own any real estate. You'd be pissed. <laughs> yeah, I would be pissed, but my, you know, our lives changed like three, four years ago when we yeah. got into this game. But I just want people to understand, like, things can change that fast. If you don't have control over things, right, yeah. it's, it's, you could just lose it. Yeah. Overnight, wow. bro, seventy six percent gone. No, that's great. I love it. Yeah, and that's why you know I invest in stocks as well, but I I'm mostly like broad index funds, ETFs, maxing out a Roth and then buying some on the side through Robinhood, just setting it and forgetting it, kind of dollar cost averaging, just because I don't. Uh, it's not my thing. I read a half of a Warren Buffett book and realized I'm an idiot, and that's not my game. No, it's better than cash. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's better than cash. Sure. Steve is bringing in about 40 G's for the yeah. one from Highland. Where did yeah. he get that money from? It's coming up from his 401k. Totally. So yeah. not poo-pooing it, but he is putting that into real estate. He's converting that. Yeah, into, he's converting, but it was uh, a good placeholder for absolutely. him. Absolutely. Yeah, right? yeah, it's so. a good placeholder, and that's a good way of putting it. So, oh, that's the alarm. Uh, we got to head over to a dinner with the fam. Uh, but oh, just what are we to gonna eat? Of, I know, right? We're gonna get some steaks. We're, nice. We got to feed Jeff. Jeff's our handyman, and I promise him some steaks and some beers. So uh, yeah, and that goes. You know, there you go. That kind of is a nice wrapping point. We're gonna go hook up. You know, uh, Jeff with some food. We obviously pay him, but he's been doing a lot of repairs. And he got paid five hundred bucks today. Yeah, he, I, that's what I paid him too for helping me with the Airbnb, which was a steal. Because he did so much work on the Airbnb. I totally forgot to mention him when I was setting. I don't even care. I just like to pay him. <laughs> yeah. No, I, so, and we're all, I like to also, you know, like take care of him, hook him up, get him some beers, and just make him feel loved and appreciated because he's, he's awesome. He's a handyman. And, you know, that's all part of it. Just to kind of wrap, you know, we're very blessed that we have 
team members that were able to leverage each relationships take care of our people and they take care of us kind of thing i love that people are like steve and Kayvon are reinvesting with us and going bigger and we're going bigger and everyone's coming with us super honored uh, you know jeff is a part owner of an asset jeff in fontana right. it's worth about six hundred fifty thousand dollars. he doesn't even know man he doesn't yeah. even know like what he's yeah. really sitting on it's great so anyways uh just that's the on update uh things are going well we've learned some lessons we're buying in better areas uh we're less uh you know aggressive with cash flow uh, in terms of kind of where we're placing some of this turn 31 cash, even though we will have cash flow. Um, but it's really like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The equity is so much more powerful. Um, <clears throat> but at the same time, I'm excited about learning Airbnb. And so we are taking advantage of that um, and then hoping to buy probably a single family somewhere where Airbnb is kosher in the desert, somewhere you know, an hour or two away. Uh, that I can drive to and, you know, supercharge your cash flow even more. But, I mean, I'm part of these groups where there's all these Airbnb super hosts and it is shocking how few of them actually own the place. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are, I mean, they all think they're rich, dude. They're making, you know, 10, 20 grand a month. I'm like, that's great. That's great. But if you have no part of that equity, you're just scratching at the surface of what's possible. I could just cut you out. Man, it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. So uh, point is, things are going well. We're pivoting. If you guys have any questions or comments or any suggestions for next topic, let us know. We just decided to do this together, just uh, Vince and I with no, no uh, guest, just to kind of give you guys an update, give you some value, uh, and help you to learn quicker based on our lessons instead of learning it the hard way and going out and getting punched in the face by uh, the world of you know trying to do everything yourself. I don't recommend it. Um, partner with somebody. Partner with you know, someone who's got skill sets that you don't or put your cash into a, a huge fund that, you know, does this stuff for you. Um, that's definitely the game uh, that I want to play eventually because, uh, man, this, I'm, I'm only 35 and this shit's already, it's a lot. <laughs> 30 units too. It's only 30 units. It's a lot. So anyways, uh, thanks for listening to you guys. Vince, anything you want to sign off with? No, my, like a quick market update mid-March 2022. It's pretty hot. You know, I know a lot of guys want to get in, but please talk to someone who knows what they're talking about. Yeah. And don't be buying properties which uh, lose about $1,200 a month. Yeah, even even though wow. you can afford the $1,200, what if you lose your job? You know, it's yeah. not a good deal. All so just be smart closure. about it. Yeah, that's a lot, man. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace.